43 years ago tonight during a Monday night football game between the Dolphins and the Patriots. A big AFC East matchup, I believe, uh, not really important in the story. The Pats won the game. I think they won 16-13. I think John Smith kicked a game-winning field goal. may not have been him. I'm not even sure. But um, nevertheless, Howard Cosell coming on the air and telling us all, John Lennon, dead on arrival. And, you know, there was a, um, a pretty good little argument inside that booth. I believe the uh, the three that night were, well, as always, uh, Howard Cosell and Dandy Don Meredith. And I think it was Gifford, Frank Gifford. But um, some of the guys didn't think that the football game was the right place to do this. So when Rune Orledge, who was uh, Mr. ABC back then, I guess called Cosell in the booth and said, should we do this? And there was a little argument back and forth. This is what I hear. I don't know. And Cosell decided to do it. He knew he had a huge audience. Monday Night Football back then was huge. There was only three or four networks, not like now. And that was probably the last, maybe John Madden, maybe John Madden, but that was probably the last time people actually cared about the announcers because they played a major part in entertaining the audience. That was the best ever. Cosell, Meredith, Gifford, even guys back then like O.J. Simpson and Fran Tarkenton. But Cosell did tell us on that night 43 years ago today that John Lennon murdered Outside the Dakota. Mark David Chapman killed him. Unknown for the $64,000. I'm not going to ask Lewis this because Lou knows. You probably do too. But what book was in Mark David Chapman's back pocket when he murdered John Lennon? Oh, God. I have no idea. Are you serious? I'm I'm a little surprised by that. Yeah, me too. too. I'm shocked. That was a major part of the story. Hmm. It's yeah. It's how about this? If I give you the protagonist, boy, I'm so smart. If I give you the protagonist in the book, do you think you can figure it out? Uh, maybe. Or otherwise, I'll just look like a total idiot. So go ahead. Well, you already do look like yeah, it. I do. I got to be honest. Yeah. The uh, the protagonist's name was Holden Coffee. Oh, Catcher in the Rock. Very good. I don't know why. Uh, to this day, do you know why Lewis? Mark he, David Chapman had that specific book in his pocket. Well, he had, he became enamored of the book, and uh, Elf Holden Caulfield, who, uh, if I recall the book correctly, he was uh, murdering people on the Upper East Side of Manhattan or something. See, I it forgot was, the book. It was I know J.D. Salinger. Yeah. He was uh, trying to do uh, stuff like that because uh, the character was uh, just, he, he was disgusted by people who were phonies. Got it. Phonies yeah, in, um, yeah. in life, and he, he wanted to be, from what I've read about Chapman, I was, I think I was 16 when this happened, but he was, um, uh, he, he wanted to kill somebody big. He was right. after a few, he was, he had a list of other celebrities, yes, too. Yes, yes. And he decided that uh, I'm going to be somebody by, by killing, killing somebody. somebody. Yeah. And, and uh, earlier he thought that Lennon night, was a phony. He, he thought. He thought Lennon was a phony. Yes. Because what's interesting about that is, if he thought Lennon was a phony, earlier that night. Yes. Lennon walked out of his apartment at the Dakota. And actually signed this guy's book. And there's pictures of them together. Yes. Yeah. He paid attention. It's really, it's a really insane 
story. And he was yeah. planning this for months, apparently. Is that right? Yes. He was planning. The, and, uh, I mean, that place is creepy already, the Dakota. Yeah, it is. By yeah. It, and he was waiting. You know, we, we were just talking a couple of weeks ago about the, I guess, the anniversary of the Kennedy assassination in 63. I was born in 67. I, I can't tell you about it. I told you the first time I saw grown men cry was 1979 in a bungalow colony in upstate New York when Thurman Munson died. But the very next year, 1980, I was going to Poly Prep with Joe Tacopina, Artie Idala, all these guys, Danny Fagliano, Gary Hanna. And um, when Lennon was killed, I went to school the next morning. I was only 13 years old. It was a Tuesday morning. He was killed Monday night. And I remember one guy specifically, I've never seen this guy again. It's been probably 50 years. His name was Stepan Smith. Good long, blonde hair, you know, good-looking guy. And he went to Polly, and he was hysterical, crying the next morning. And I'm like, why are you crying? And he's like, John Lennon died. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, I was 13. My sisters love the Beatles. I have two older sisters, Alana Ray Sherry. They lived during the Woodstock era when the Beatles came here, Ed Sullivan. They loved them. I was too old for that. Excuse me, too young for that, I should say. So it didn't hit me that day at the age of 13 what a monumental loss John Lennon was. No, those things hit you later. Later, later in life, life, right. Yeah, that day. Like Elvis was too early for oh, me. Oh, me too. Same thing. My that mom, was 77. I was 10. Yeah, my mother, I remember coming out onto the porch crying. My mother. And you're like, why? And I, she just stood there and was crying straight. She wouldn't even look at me. I, Are you okay? And she, I remember that was in August, I think, of 77. It was August. No, no, no. Not it was work, work, um later? it was uh, July. Okay. No, maybe it was... it was August. July was the Yankees beat the Dodgers in the World Series. Reggie Jackson three home runs of three different Dodger pitchers. July was the big blackout. Right, the blackout. And yet, son of Sam David Berkowitz, that was his killing summer. But during that summer, Elvis also died. You may, you may be right. It may have been August. I th- if, yeah. It feels like it's By the end of the summer. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. she said, I really loved him. And, you know, that was my mother's childhood. Growing yeah. up with him, it sort of, you know, sort of. She was in the 60s. That's right. Elvis. Yes. Well, so. you're going to want to uh, read the book. Uh, I'll throw Bill O'Reilly, my dear friend Bill O'Reilly, a cheap plug right here. Being you mentioned Elvis and we mentioned John Lennon. His book, Killing the Legends, which was the book right before his book out now, Killing the Witches, Killing the Legends, follows the lives of Muhammad Ali, the uh, aforementioned John Lennon, and the aforementioned Elvis Presley. And it's a great book. And really the book is about how all three of these men had unbelievable fame, but were tortured all of them along the way, and really died uh, horrible deaths, all of them, so... I mean, Ali was an old man, but he had Parkinson's. Lennon was murdered and Elvis OD'd on the toilet. So anyway, uh, that's a book you want to read. So watch this. Watch how I tie this in, talking about John Lennon. So last night, Danielle and I get invited to this beautiful event at a place called Hendrick's Tavern. Noam, do you have any idea where Hendrick's Tavern is? Do not know, no. It's in Roslyn, Long Island. And uh, Peter King, the great congressman Peter King, invited me and Danielle. So what it was was every year the SIS, 
which is the Nassau County Police Department's elite detective unit, throws their holiday party at this place, Hendricks Tavern, which is an unbelievable place. George Washington was there. It's kind of like Long Island's version of France's Tavern. And their steak is amazing. So this big party is there for the SIS unit. Peter is there with his lovely wife, Rosemary. You had uh, Pat Ryder. I love him. He's the Nassau County Police Commissioner. Bruce Blakeman, who I love dearly. Nassau County Executive is there. And all these really brave detectives, FBI, terrorist unit, all these really brave and courageous and good-looking men and women. And it was a great time. Danielle and I loved it. But you know what's funny about Bruce Blakeman is he was actually married to a lady, his first wife. He's now married a second time. Do you have any idea who Bruce Blakeman's first wife is married to now? Yeah, uh, Paul McCartney. Bang. So today we're talking about John Lennon being murdered. And last night I had dinner with the Nassau County executive whose first wife is currently married to Paul McCartney. Only Sid Rosenberg could put that together just like that. That was, Only I could that was good. Yeah, that was tied Was that with, pretty good? Yeah. There was t- Seriously. The strong, it was. The strongest yarn you could find, you tied all that together. That was, that was, so basically, if you just move it, separate, separate, yeah. you know Yoko probably, right? right? Yes, you're, yes. Me and Yoko go way back. You're swinging in big circles. Yoko, really... oh, no, I don't know. She just annoys me. I, I don't know what it is. I but feel bad. Know. I don't know her. You don't know her. So. No. But um, how long did he stay in bed with her during that bed in Lennon? And, uh, Wasn't that days? It was, was like almost weeks or something. Yeah. Right? But she had to smell a little bit. No? I mean, <laughs> so all I kept thinking about was, my God, she's got to stink. So does he, by the way. Uh, so anyway, that, uh, that was a big night last night. The SIS dinner, Hendrix Tavern, 